At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is The Look Ahead with Scott Seidenberg on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's The Look Ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Let me tell you about Indeed. Indeed helps find great hires fast. Indeed is your all in one platform for interviewing, screening, and hiring high quality people. Visit indeed.com slash credit. It's hour number two here on The Look Ahead, and we look ahead to the week four lines of the NFL schedule as we wrapped up week three Sunday with an exciting slate of football games. Underdogs still ruled the day in week three, and we'll see what happens Monday night football between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Cowboys, three and a half point home favorites in that NFC East divisional matchup where, hey, A win gives both of these teams a leg up. Obviously, Washington and the Giants both losing on Sunday. As we continue to look through the week four slate, the Bills, fresh off that dominating victory over the Washington football team, are 17-point favorites over the Houston Texans. It's a very high number. And a lot of people on Twitter especially were very uh, thrown off by this number when it was released. Um, in terms of it being a very high uh, spread, in terms of just the disbelief that it would be such a high line. Um, if you look at maybe the highest spreads in football, the Chiefs against the Jets in 2020 were a 20-and-a-half point favorite uh, in that game. 
Um, there was a 21-point line in 1976 between the Patriots and the Bucks. In 2007, the Patriots were a 22-point favorite over the Dolphins. In 1977, there was a Cowboys-Bucks game, which the uh, spread was 23. In 1987, the 49ers and Falcons, the spread was 24. 49ers-Bengals in 1993 was a 24-point spread. Patriots-Eagles in 2007 in Week 12 was a 25-point spread. Steelers-Bucks in 1976 was a 28-point spread. And the highest point spread ever was Broncos-Jaguars in 2013 Week 6. And uh, coming into the game, the Broncos were averaging 46 points per game to the Jaguars' 10.2 points per game. Uh, The uh, Broncos lost in the Super Bowl uh, the year before. They were undefeated. They welcomed in winless Jacksonville, and they were a 28-point favorite in that game. And the final score was 35-19. So it didn't actually uh, cover. And huge favorites, not exactly covering the lines there. So 17, biggest spread so far of this season. Do the Bills cover that number? Well, let's examine why it's a 17-point line. Obviously, you look at the Houston Texans. Davis Mills at quarterback. They are coming off a Thursday night performance to forget. And granted, it was the Carolina Panthers defense that has played really well to start the year, but this offense could not get anything going. Mills was 19 of 28 passing, 168 yards, did have a touchdown. Collectively, as a team, they rushed for just 42 yards on 17 carries, and they fumbled the ball twice, and... They only scored nine points. The Buffalo Bills, meanwhile, are coming off back-to-back performances where they scored 43 points against Washington and 35 points against the Dolphins. So Josh Allen finally looking like Josh Allen with the five-touchdown performance against Washington. The defense looked great against the Dolphins with the 35-0 shutout. They're at home. Against the Texans, 17 points. The Bills will be a very popular survivor pick. Not so much in terms of game theory, because certainly you could think about saving the Bills and using them at a different time. I mentioned the the Bengals might be the move if you're looking at game theory of when you're going to save a team or whatever, but they shouldn't lose this game. It would be a historic upset. The Texans on the money line plus 750 right now. This spread, I believe, will move down. I can't see it moving up. It will be south of 17 by the time we kick off on Sunday. Where does it stop? Probably it might stop at just 16 and a half, to be honest with you, because you got to believe that early tickets are going to come in on the Texans because of how high this line is. So I'm not sure where it finally settles down at. Does it get down to 14? I think that that would be a dramatic drop, but I don't think it goes north of 17 at all. 
the interesting game that I circled early on here for week four, the Lions and the Bears. Bears are a three-point favorite at home against the Lions. No word yet on the status of Andy Dalton. It was reported that he could miss a couple of weeks, and if that's the case, then it's going to be Justin Fields getting his second consecutive start. And Fields, uh, in this game here against the Browns, left a lot to be desired. He was 6 of 20 passing for just 68 yards. The offense was pathetic. All right. David Montgomery had 10 carries for 34 yards. Fields ran the ball three times for 12 yards. Let's look at these team stats, and you want to know how pathetic this game was. 26-6 to was the final score as the Browns cover. The Bears ran just 42 plays, and they had a total of 47 yards. Okay? <laughs> they ran in 11 drives, 42 plays, and had 47 yards. The Browns ran 78 plays and had 418 yards. Now, because passing uh, sacks go against passing yards, there was only one passing yard for the, for the Bears. One. Nine sacks total for 67 lost yards. Nine sacks for 67 lost yards. They had five penalties for 44 yards. They possessed the ball for 20 minutes of the game. But this was a dominating performance by the Cleveland Browns. There is nothing that you saw from Justin Fields in this game that gives you any confidence about the Bears being a favorite in any game. And now the Lions, coming off a game in which they very well should have won against the Baltimore Ravens. Again, if you didn't watch the way the game ended, prior to the Justin Tucker historic 66-yard field goal that clanked off the crossbar, the Ravens got a completion on a play that should never have happened because time expired on the play clock. It should have been a delay of game penalty. It was not called. The Ravens were able to get a completion and set up Tucker for the 66-yard field goal. So now you look at the Lions compared to the Bears. The Lions in this game against the Ravens, I mentioned, they played their hearts out. Okay? Jared Goff was 22 of 30 passing, 217 yards. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams combined for 89 rushing yards. And defensively, they held down this normally incredible Ravens rushing attack to really just 116 yards. Lamar had 58 yards. He led the way, but he had a long rush of 31 yards. That's about it. Tyson Williams, who who was a guy that everyone thought was going to be the major fantasy player in this game, didn't really do anything. He had five carries for 22 yards. Mark Andrews, the tight end, had a big day. Uh, but Hollywood Brown was the biggest disappointment in this one for the Ravens. As uh, you don't even want to call him Hollywood after this performance, he dropped 
I I think it was three touchdowns. There were three plays that he dropped one in the end zone, and then he dropped two where he was wide open, beating the defender, and would have walked into the end zone. On seven targets, he had just three catches for 53 yards. But those drops, to me, it looked like the yips, especially after the first one. I mean, in his hands. The type of drops that make you think that he had the Lions plus the points. Again, I would never accuse anybody of that, but that's, I'm just trying to be funny here. But back to the Lions. We'll get into the Ravens, trust me. Back into the Lions, I circled them right away as a plus point spot here against the Bears, plus three. I like it. And if it goes north of a field goal, I'll like it even more. I think this is this is definitely a, a, a spot here that you look at and you're like, okay, I feel okay about this. Only because one team is playing hard, the other team just doesn't look good at all. And Justin Fields clearly not ready for the spotlight. Now, if we find out Andy Dalton's back, does that elevate them a little bit? I think you have to boost them up a tiny bit, right? But right now, the Bears, the way that they're coming off this look, the recency bias would certainly tell me that the Lions would be the right side of this game because the Lions looked good, the Bears looked bad. And then in terms of how this is going to play out, if I'm the Lions, I just send pressure at fields all day because he... Again, the sacks were incredible against the Browns, and I would want to just pressure, 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 and just try and rack up, rack up those sacks. I'm Scott Seidenberg. We will continue to look ahead to the Week 4 slate coming up next and definitely have to get into the college football opening lines as well. It's the look ahead here on v the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. VSIN is now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24-7 on FuboTV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vcin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vcin. Scott Seidenberg back with you here on The Look Ahead. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott's On Air. I'm taking a look game by game here at the week four slate in the NFL. The Panthers will take on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys are a four-point favorite at home. Uh, Not so much breakdown on this game because the Cowboys are playing on Monday night football against the Eagles. So, uh, bar, you know, there could be injuries. There could be, you know, the way that they look could change certainly the way that I feel about the Cowboys and injuries galore with the Carolina Panthers. That's why they're a four-point early underdog is because no Christian McCaffrey, no J.C. Horn. We'll see uh, what the status is with the Carolina Panthers as we get closer to that game. And then we'll see what the result is of Monday Night Football between the Cowboys and the Eagles. The Colts will take on the Dolphins. Dolphins, one-and-a-half-point favorites. Thoughts on Jacoby Brissett after this game against the Raiders? Well, they kind of you know, gave it away, <laughs> right? Uh, Brissett didn't do much, but didn't uh, do enough, if that makes sense. 32 of 49 passing, uh, 215 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Miles Gaskin led the way with 65 rushing yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Brissett ran in a short score. Um, they had uh, Malcolm Brown run in a sh- uh, short score, and defensively a pick six, and then the field goals. The Dolphins had a fourteen nothing lead in this game. Okay, they start the game with the pick six, so they're jump. They jump right out to a seven nothing lead. Then you get the uh, Malcolm Brown 20-yard touchdown run, 14-0. They hold the Raiders to a punt. They get the ball pretty much on their goal line. And instead of running a, a quick run up the middle or whatever to get themselves some breathing room, they call a play in which... It's, it wasn't like a bubble screen or whatever. I don't, it was just weird. Jacoby Brissett throws a backwards pass, really, to Jalen Waddle, And Waddle doesn't even make it out of his own end zone. You run like a bubble screen in your own end zone? I've never seen that before. In fact, let me, let me, let me get you something. 
because this stat was pretty funny. I believe it was the first play, and um, I think it was ESPN Stats and Information had this, so I want to give them credit for the, uh, oh, no, Pro Football Reference. They're the ones who had this. It was the first play in Pro Football Reference's database, the first play that resulted in a safety on a completed pass with no penalties and no fumbles. You know, sometimes there could be a pass that's completed, but because of uh, a holding in the end zone, it becomes a safety. Or you complete a pass, and then it's a fumble. It's recovered in the end zone by yourself, or it gets knocked out of the end zone, and it's a safety. No, 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 no. And it wasn't a run. Safeties happen on runs all the time. This was a completed pass that was just tackled for a loss in your own end zone. Absolutely bizarre. But that play changed the entire course of the game and uh, gave the Raiders some momentum. Dolphins are uh, able to come back at the end, get a touchdown at the end of regulation, and every Dolphins plus three and a half, plus four, plus four and a half backer, like myself, was screaming to not get the two-point conversion and just end the game. But they get the two-point conversion. It goes into overtime. Raiders get a field goal. Dolphins answer with a field goal. Raiders then get a field goal to end the game. Raiders win by three. So Jacoby Brissett and that defense, which now has a turnover in 15 straight, whatever it is, straight games, goes against the Indianapolis Colts, who are just decimated by injuries and suffered more injuries here in their game against the Titans because Quentin Nelson had to leave the game early. They're already, you know, have a banged-up quarterback in Carson Wentz. They already have no T.Y. Hilton. They allow Ryan Tannehill to throw three touchdown passes against them. Derrick Henry rushes for 113 yards. Colts stood no chance in this game. And now you wonder about the Colts moving forward. Yes, they're at home, but you're laying, oh no, they're on the road. Are you laying uh, any points with the Dolphins at home against the Colts? Will the Colts start 0 and 4? And I think the answer is yes. I think right now the only side of the game to bet would be the Miami Dolphins. So that's the way I lean in that game. Next up, the Browns and the Vikings. Browns coming off a, a nice win against the Bears, the overmatched Bears. The Vikings, a big-time performance at home. First time they're playing in front of their fans in over a year after starting the season on the road, obviously last year with no fans in the building, and facing desperation because they faced they were 0-2, facing an 0-3 start, handled their business against the Seattle Seahawks. Impressive victory. They win, and the Browns, are a one-point road favorite against the Vikings. Now, the numbers back Mike Zimmer and the Vikings when coming off a straight-up loss. With this win today against the Seahawks and covering the spread, Mike Zimmer is now 32-15 and 15 after a straight-up loss. That's the against-the-spread records. But this is a, a situation where to me, I like the Vikings as a home dog spot. There are few places in the NFL now that actually matter towards home field. 
Now, we've seen the records. Road teams are, are continuing to win. Road teams are continuing to cover the spread. And traditionally, you know, the three points that you would get for being at home in the NFL is not the case anymore. You know, talking to a lot of bookmakers here in Vegas, it, they don't give the traditional three anymore. It's actually less than that. It's, it's down to maybe a point or so, maybe a half a point. Home field doesn't matter as much anymore. But certain spots matter. Lambeau Field, especially in the winter, matters. Uh, playing in New Orleans matters. Playing in Seattle matters. Playing in Minnesota, I think, matters. I think Minnesota is one of those home team home uh, fields that you have an advantage as well. So the Vikings as plus one right now, if that thing gets up higher, uh, I would certainly be looking at the Vikings as a home underdog in uh, this game. But the Browns have looked very good. Defensively, they look good. Miles Garrett certainly putting himself at the front of the race for the Defensive Player of the Year award. The Giants head to New Orleans to take on the Saints. This, to me, is, and I don't like the number because it's 7.5, so I'm really hoping that it gets down to 7, and if it doesn't, I am going to put the Saints in a teaser spot because it's an auto-fire for me. The Giants are terrible, absolutely terrible, and the Saints are playing at home in the Superdome for the first time this season, so I'm giving them a huge boost in this home opener. With their fans in that building, which is going to be rocking, I think there's no way the Saints lose this game. There's no way the Saints lose this game. I would be shocked if the Saints lose this game. So I'm going to put the Saints in a teaser piece, and I hope it gets to seven because I want the push protection. I don't really like seven and a half as a number. If I have to, if it stays at seven and a half, I might buy a hook. But uh, looking at it right now, it's Saints or nothing. And it's a teaser piece for me. And the next teaser piece could be fading the other New York team. It could be the Titans. Titans are seven and a half point road favorites against the Jets. The Jets have been awful, just like the Giants. And part of me says, I wouldn't be shocked if the Jets win this game. But I said that today about them against the Broncos, and they didn't even show up. So maybe the Titans and the Saints are your two teaser legs to fade the New York teams. And all you need is for the Titans and the Saints to just win and both New York teams to start off 0-4, which is extremely likely because both New York teams are not doing anything to start the year. And the Jets, I don't give them any boost for being at home. Offensively, they're lost. Defensively, I give them credit for it because they're fighting. Robert Salah has that defense playing hard. But offensively, they are just putrid. And seems like the Titans have kind of figured things out after their week one disappointing loss. I'm Scott Seidenberg. It's the look ahead here on VSIN. We will continue to look ahead. And the Kansas City Chiefs, will they finally cover a spread? It's coming up next. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. 
data is available for Moneyline, Over Under, and Against the Spread bets. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Scott Satterberg back here with you, the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network, looking ahead to week four lines and breaking down game by game. Just a couple games left here on the week four slate. The Kansas City Chiefs have opened up as a five-and-a-half-point road favorite against the Philadelphia Eagles. No real feel on the Eagles just now. I have to see how they look uh, Monday night against the Dallas Cowboys. The total in this game is the highest total of the week at 55. The Kansas City Chiefs, so far this season, are 0-3 against the spread. They have not fared well against the line. In fact... They haven't fared well in the last 14 games. They have covered the spread just one time in the last 14 games. The latest story that occurred here on Sunday, Andy Reid left in an ambulance. It was reported that he was ill, and it was just precautionary. The players didn't know. Apparently, it was dehydration, uh, but he didn't speak to the media out of a precaution, went to the hospital. So I don't know uh, what his health is going to be. The Chiefs coming off a loss here against the Chargers in which their defense once again unable to come up with stops. The Chiefs, so far this season, they gave up 29 points to the Browns. They gave up 36 to the Ravens and 30 to the Chargers. Justin Herbert had a monster performance, four touchdowns. Mike Williams is just a deadly weapon. He had 122 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions in this game. Two interceptions, and there was two fumbles that were lost, so the four turnovers weren't good for the Chiefs' offense. They had plenty of chances to win this game, but they gave it away. I'm starting to be concerned about the Chiefs. I mean, maybe they're in a buy-low spot, right? If you want to see if they're... Uh, Super Bowl odds have changed, or if um, if maybe you looked at them and say, okay, well, maybe there, there's going to be value on the, on the spreads coming up. Not yet. A, a five-and-a-half-point road favorite against a decent Eagles team? That's not finding value. So I, I would say be on the Eagles for now and then see what happens. But I was all over the Chargers. They were my favorite pick of the day. I should have played a money line, but I didn't. But at plus seven, they were the favorite play of the day. The the Chiefs now just one time in the last 14 games have they covered a spread. The Cardinals and the Rams are both 3-0. and Cardinals are six-point dogs on the road against the Rams. Now, could this be a letdown spot for L.A.? L.A. coming off a big victory against the Buccaneers in what could be an NFC playoff preview because these two teams could definitely face off against each other in the postseason. So can the Cardinals and the Rams. The Cardinals have been impressive to start the year. But at 3-0, I view them kind of as 2-1. I think they should have, well, we we know they should have lost that game to the Minnesota Vikings, right? But 3-0 for both of these teams. I think the Rams are obviously the side that's going to be hit on publicly. And should it get north of a touchdown, the Cardinals might be the buyback spot. The Cardinals might be the team to play on at north of a touchdown because these two divisional opponents going up against each other, high-powered offenses, 
very talented defenses, uh, especially defensive fronts that can get after the quarterback. I think that this would be a, a closer game than a touchdown. So Rams are minus six right now. It is minus 115 if this thing goes up by a full point, which I don't know if it will. But if it does, the Cardinals certainly an attractive team to, to play this at with the plus seven, maybe even a teaser piece, tease the Cardinals up to north of 12, uh, get them above the number of seven, get them above the number of 10. But I think this is a closer game than what we see on the board. Uh, the Ravens will play against the Broncos. The Broncos are one-and-a-half-point road favorites against Baltimore. I'm firing on Baltimore, I think. And I'm curious to see where this line moves as we move throughout the week. The Broncos are 3-0, and but they haven't played anybody close to what the Ravens can do offensively. They played the Giants. They played the Jaguars. They played the Jets. As good as this Broncos defense is, they have yet to be tested and they will be tested against the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore, meanwhile, should have blown out the Lions. Should have. Hollywood Brown dropped three touchdowns. This game could have been completely different if he catches those balls. One of them was in the end zone. It was like a crossing route, and he drops it in the end zone. Then two others where he was open past the defenders, and dropping and dropped. He got the yips. It happened. He got the yips. But he catches those balls. This game is a blowout. A blowout. Instead, the Ravens allow the Lions to come back. Detroit takes the lead. And you're sitting here wondering, are the Ravens, as a team that was north of a touchdown favorite, going to lose? to the Lions. But thanks to Justin Tucker, it didn't happen. Justin Tucker with a 66-yard field goal. A record-setting 66-yard field goal that doinked off the crossbar and went backwards, or forwards, I should say, into the kicking net. Absolutely a historic moment in the NFL. But one that probably shouldn't have happened. Because on that final drive, the Ravens got the luck of bad officiating. Maybe the officials were caught up in what was going on uh, uh, with the game. Because there was a minute four left when the Ravens got the football. Lamar Jackson was sacked. Then he completes a pass on second and 13 from their own 22-yard line. Then, or it was incomplete. Then, on third down, he was sacked again. It was fourth down. The Lions took a timeout on fourth down. Lamar then completes a pass to Sammy Watkins for 36 yards. They They convert on fourth and 19 from their own 16-yard line. And that play uh, was the one that resulted in the game being won. Play should have never gotten off. Uh, Lamar spikes the ball, then an incomplete pass, and uh, 
It's it. Game over. Lions played tough. Ravens escape with a victory. And maybe this is a buy low spot now on the Ravens against the Broncos, who have yet to be tested on offense. I'll take the Ravens plus the points here and see where the line moves. I can see it moving down, and the Ravens could very well be a favorite by the time this thing kicks off on Sunday. And then you're looking at the Broncos as maybe a home dog. And then Sunday night, the Patriots host Tom Brady and the Bucks. Brady makes his return to Foxborough. The Bucs are six-point road favorites. They are in a bounce-back spot coming off a loss. The Patriots are in a bounce-back spot coming off a loss. But Mac Jones did not look good in this performance against the Saints. He was 4 of 11 with an interception when being rushed. And this Buccaneers front seven is going to pressure Mac Jones. And Tom Brady in that building, I'm not going to bet against them no matter what jersey he's wearing. Monday night will be the Raiders and the Chargers. And honestly, Chargers at minus three and a half against the Raiders. I know the Raiders are three and oh, but they escaped with the game here. They're playing too many close games for my liking. Okay, two overtime games already. Now you have the Chargers who are feeling good about themselves after a win against the Chiefs. But the Chargers, man, they are looking really good to start the year. Justin Herbert and company. I, I'm telling you that the play on this game might be the over 52. Primetime overs are 7-1 and one this season. And the Raiders, who uh, are 3-0 and overall, they're 2-1 and one against the spread, 2-1 and one towards the over. Uh, I would look at the over in that game of 52, and don't be surprised if it's uh, more than that by the time we get to kickoff. That is your look at the Week 4 lines here in the NFL. Week three college football lines opened up. We'll take a look at those coming up next and talk about the one spot where the book might have gotten it wrong when they opened up the lines. That's all coming up next. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can follow along on Twitter at Scott's On Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. It's the look ahead here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Look Ahead on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make this football season your best sports betting season ever. Start your VSIN free trial today to get full access to our sports betting experts, including 24 7 video streaming. Daily best bet emails, betting splits with the money and the ticket percentages on every game, plus full access to vcin.com data and analysis. You get everything vcin has to offer for only $22 per month. Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. I'm Scott Seidenberg, back here the look ahead here on vcin, the sports betting network, as we shift gears from the NFL and look ahead to college football. And uh, we'll take a look at the top 25 schedule and where uh, the opening lines are or where they sit right now currently for the top 25. And there are some really good games on this week five slate in college football. And we'll start with the number one team in the nation, the Alabama Crimson Tide. At home, Alabama is facing undefeated number 12 ranked Ole Miss. The line opened up, and this was a mistake. Circa opened it up north of 20 for Alabama and dropped it down. And right now on DraftKings, the line is at 14. So everyone hammered Ole Miss when the opening lines came out and have dropped this to 14. I still think Ole Miss might be the way to go with this spread. This game is going to be tough. And two touchdowns, certainly really high for a game like this. But Alabama has been lights out to start the season. Ole Miss, Matt Corral, Heisman Trophy candidate, certainly. And just the way that both of these teams are playing. Look at the total in this game. The total in this game, 77 and a half. 77. And this is a tweet from our very own Dave Tooley. I mentioned that Circa opened this thing up at 20. Circa Sportsbook Director Matt Metcalf said that he took more than 10 limit bets on Ole Miss and none on Alabama within the first three hours of posting the line. More than 10 bets at the limit came in on Ole Miss. And uh, Alabama was dropped down. Now it is a 14-point line 
for Alabama and Ole Miss. Let's look at the rest of this schedule. Like I said, there are incredible games. Um, a lot of top 25 matchups. Now, it starts on Friday. Number five, Iowa on the road at Maryland. Iowa is a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. This falls into one of my betting systems. Now, <laughs> I don't know if, if it's going to be the right call here, but historically, and I, I don't even know if this is an actual trend or one that I've just made up, but I always lean towards home dogs against top five opponents on nationally televised standalone games. What I mean by that is uh, you're not going up against any other nationally televised game at, at that moment. So like a Thursday night home dog, you know, Thursday night ESPN nationally televised game. If it's a game against a top five school, that's like where I lean. BYU number 13 plays also on Friday night against Utah State. That game's on CBS Sports Network. FS1, Fox Sports, that's going to be the marquee game. I know ESPN has a game as well, Houston against Tulsa, but not many people are going to watch that one. It's going to be number five, Iowa, on the road against Maryland. Do I have the guts to take Maryland plus the points? That's the question I'm going to be asking myself all this week. Number 13, BYU, as I mentioned, they are on the road against Utah State. BYU laying eight and a half points on the road at Utah State that one Friday night as well. Then on Saturday, number eight, Arkansas, number two, Georgia. Georgia laying 18 and a half against Arkansas. And what a, what a rise for Arkansas. What a season. What a turnaround for that program under Sam Pittman. A huge win against Texas A&M. They are now up to eight in the country against Georgia. And uh, the Bulldogs laying 18 points at home against Arkansas. Number 14, Michigan takes on Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is actually a one-point favorite at home against number 14, Michigan. Wisconsin didn't, didn't look that great against Notre Dame because... The quarterback didn't play well. Michigan had some troubles against Rutgers and could have similar troubles with a very good defense in Wisconsin. So this line, a little fishy to me, kind of makes me think that Wisconsin's going to be the right side here. Number 24, Wake Forest. Congratulations to Wake. They have uh, launched themselves into the top 25, uh, a team that, I talked about all week liking them on uh, Friday night against Virginia, but I also talked myself out of betting them, and I'm kicking myself for it. They went outright. Now they're laying seven at home against Louisville. Then you have a big game. Cincinnati number seven at number nine, Notre Dame. And it's funny. I was sitting here in studio with um, uh, Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on uh, Saturday. And we were talking about college football, and we talked about Notre Dame against Wisconsin. And I had brought up, before they even asked me about this look-ahead game, because the line didn't come out yet, I said, Notre Dame's going to lose to Cincinnati. 
And I, I'm, I, I looked at the line and I said, wow, I thought, I thought this was going to be a hammer Cincinnati spot because they were going to be road dogs because Notre Dame was going to be the home favorite here. But the Irish are a two-and-a-half-point home dog. And as much as that's enticing, I, I don't think that's the way to go because I think Cincinnati is the better team. So Notre Dame, uh, Cincinnati, especially with a week off to prepare for this game, uh, Notre Dame coming off the big emotional win in Chicago against Wisconsin. That's a dangerous spot to me. Uh, number seven, Cincinnati, a two-and-a-half-point road favorite against number nine, Notre Dame. Number 16, Coastal Carolina plays against UL Monroe. There's no line on that game. We talked about the Alabama Ole Miss game. Number three, Oregon goes on the road to face Stanford. And uh, Oregon, seven-point road favorites. Stanford uh, coming off the loss to UCLA. Number six, Oklahoma goes on the road to Manhattan to take on Kansas State. Oklahoma laying 10.5 on the road. Oklahoma is like the Kansas City Chiefs right now. They're winning football games. Oh, I know the Chiefs didn't win on Sunday, but bear with me here. They're winning football games, but they're not covering spreads. There's cause for concern with this Oklahoma team because they're not covering these spreads. They're not blowing teams out. This isn't the high-powered offense that we thought we were going to see before the season. I thought they were going to blow out West Virginia. 17-point home favorites. Looking at the way that they played uh, the week before where their offense did not look good, and I thought it was going to be a bounce-back spot for Spencer Rattler to get himself back into the Heisman conversation, they they couldn't handle it. And they almost lost that game. They win by a field goal. And now they're laying 10.5 on the road against Kansas State. Let me tell you something. There's going to be a lot of people hammering Kansas State because of that. And this line is probably going to drop. Number 11, Ohio State goes on the road to take on Rutgers. Ohio State laying 15 and a half. Rutgers coming off an impressive cover against Michigan. Rutgers was 3-0. And they suffered their first loss of the season, but played very well defensively against uh, Michigan. They just Their offense is just not there. Not, not enough there on offense, but just a, a tremendous performance on defense. Can they uh, step up on defense again here against Ohio State? They are 15 and a half point. Home underdogs. Number 10, Kentucky goes on the road. Number 10, Florida, excuse me, goes on the road to Kentucky. I thought Kentucky would be ranked after their win last week, but it wasn't, I guess, that impressive of a win. So Kentucky, who just barely covers, and that was one of my picks for the week, just barely covered. They won by six. They were favored by five and four and a half at kickoff. They are eight-point home dogs to Florida. Uh, I kind of like Kentucky in the home dog spot here. Uh, number 23, NC State. They are 19.5-point favorites against Louisiana Tech. Number 15, Texas A&M, trying to bounce back after their first loss of the year. 9.5-point home favorites against Mississippi State. In the Big 12, number 21, Baylor, goes to number 19, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a 4-point favorite. Indiana visits number 4, Penn State. And, wow, Penn State, what a season that they have had so far. They are 11-point favorites at home against Indiana. Number 17, Michigan State is a 10-point home favorite over Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky just covered as a 9-10-point to 10 point favorite against Indiana. Can they do the same on the road here against Michigan State? Number 25, Clemson. Yeah, it's kind of weird saying that, number 25, Clemson. They have dropped, man. They are 16-point home favorites against num- against undefeated Boston College. I am taking BC with the points here. I can promise you that. And we will talk about it more as the week progresses. I'm Scott Seidenberg. You can hit me up on Twitter at Scott's on Air, S-C-O-T-T-S-O-N-A-I-R. It's the look ahead 
here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. More NFL look ahead and little Major League Baseball coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.